We are The Table, and we are so glad that you have taken time out of your week to join us. Here at The Table, it is our hope to move you forward in life and faith over the course of this message. At The Table, we do things just a bit differently. We pose questions in real time, and we want to give you some time to wrestle with those questions as well. Again, thanks for joining us, and we hope that this message moves you forward. Sometimes our plans just get derailed with life. So let's just take a minute to just think about where did God show up in unexpected ways? Where do we see God and his faithfulness? Think months ago, months ago, months ago. Where you stand today versus what you were up against months ago. And maybe today, there's actually something that's setting the tone for your 2024. Maybe today, there's a sickness that you didn't know anything about, and you don't know what 2024 is going to be like. Well, I want to encourage you that if God was faithful to you, then he will be faithful to you now. So everybody just think of at least one thing that you want to see God do or that you saw God do and just let that warm your heart. And if you have that testimony of something that God did, I want you, when we pray together, to pray that prayer for somebody else. In other words, God, as you were faithful to me, in my desert time, be faithful to anybody in this room who is having a hard time seeing you. God, as you were faithful to me in my healing, God, be faithful to someone else as they need to be healed. And if it's you that needs the healing, if it's you that needs to see the favor, if it's you that needs the protection, if it's you that needs something turned around, then your prayer should be God as you were faithful to others in their time of need, I need you now. So if you would, just bow your heads and close your eyes. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today because this day belongs to you. We come to you today saying thank you for another chance and another opportunity to get it right. We come to you today because you love us in ways that we did not deserve. You were faithful in ways that only you could. You not only met our desires, but more importantly, you met our needs. Father, we come before you today not concerned with the food that we're going to have or the roof over our head. Father, you have done what you said you would do. Father, my prayer right now for this room, for this group of people, for these families, Lord, that we seek you in new ways so that we can experience the love of Christ and the power of Jesus in its fullness. That we can lean all the way in and see your Holy Spirit at work 
in our minds, in our bodies, in our attitudes, in our finances, in our future families, in our young people, in our children, in the nursery, in families who are not yet here, those that struggle to get here today, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we lift them up to you today, that they are encouraged and they feel the love and the compassion of your heart. For you created us in your image. You first loved us, that is why we love you. Everything that may surprise us is no surprise to you, and we can give it to you. We can lay it at your feet, and today, this morning, on this last day of 2023, that is exactly what we do. We lay it at your feet. You are the God of compassion. You are the God of power and authority. You are a God that heals. You are a God that fights for us, that protects us. You are a God that does supernatural things that we have no understanding. You are working when we don't see you working. You are moving when we don't see you moving. You are doing things on our behalf, and all we have to do is stand firm in our belief that you are God, and you are God all by yourself. So we come before you even though it's the end of a year, we lift you up and we magnify you with great expectation because 2023 was yours, 2024 is yours. You are king, you are the Lord and the mighty host of all things. We have nothing to worry about. We have nothing to be concerned about. We can come to you and you will go before us. You are mighty, you are strong, and we can lean into you when we are too weak. We can lean into you when we don't understand. We lift up our families to you, Lord God. We lift up our children to you, Lord God. We lift up our education to you, Lord God. We lift up our government and our leaders to you, Lord God. Our cities, Lord God. Our congregations, we lift up to you, Father. Have your way. Have your way and breathe life into the places that are dying. We ask now, Lord, that you lift up the dry bones, that they move and they shake and they go as you command to go that your will be done and your glory your glory reigns over everything that we are father you you and only you are God and God alone you are the alpha you are the omega you are the beginning you are the end you make us so that we are the head and not the tail we ask for blessings blessings and blessings and more favor Lord God because you can speak and things happen because when you open your mouth, things happen. You gave us a hope and a light of the world in Jesus Christ. And that is where we lean. That is where we lean and lean all the way into. We are excited, God, for the, the newness that you are birthing into this ministry and bringing into the world. We celebrate the new children that you are forming in the womb right now in the name of Jesus. We lift up the new parents that are preparing the way in the name of Jesus. The new unions that are happening, those that are engaged in planning wedding services and new family unions that are, that are being shaped in the name of Jesus. We thank you in advance for all the kids that are going to be graduating in 2024. Those that are going to leave high school and go on to college and leave college and go into their professional spaces. 
We thank you in advance for those that are going to serve in new ways, that are hearing right now that you're speaking in the spirit of ways that they can teach and that they can prepare themselves to preach the gospel in the ways that they're going to volunteer, in the ways that they're going to impact their schools and their neighborhoods. We thank you in advance for the newness, the businesses that are going to be birthed in 2024, the ordinations that are going to happen in 2024. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We expect to see it because you are the God of life and God of love. We honor you with our time and we honor you with this service. May you get the glory in our time together. In Jesus' mighty and miraculous name, let all God's people say amen. Amen. And welcome to the table. God bless you. Put your hands together as we get started. Amen. mornings to prepare for the day and uh, every time we sing this song it really gets me it really gets me because I I can't help to think about the promise that God makes to really just take care of us and love us beyond what we could even comprehend when I look around the room some of you some of you are children or teenagers, and some others are parents. And I know for me as a parent, it's infathomable. Like, I can't even process the thought that one day my kids will be married, and they'll have grandchildren, and that I'll have grandchildren. They'll have children, and then they'll have children, and so on and so forth. But it is such a blessing to believe that as I follow God now, that he is stirring up something in my family. He is stirring up something in my bloodline that is creating an expectation that as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And if that seed is being planted now, then we are teaching our children now, and they will teach their children, and they will teach their children, and then all of a sudden, we have these generations of those who are learning to be obedient to God. And I get, I get overwhelmed with emotion because I think that the only reason that I'm here is because there were people before me leaning into this blessing. I wasn't a, I wasn't a blip on the radar or a twinkle in my mother's eye yet. But somebody way before believed in the Creator. And they were living life one way knowing that some days I shall see the promises of God. And that for me just blows my mind. But it's also called the blessing, and I want to encourage you today that as you sit with us right now today, maybe you are a first-generation believer. Maybe you are somebody who's lived life and your history has not been one that has followed Christ and known who God is, and you haven't known Him as your Savior. 
the beautiful thing in that is we are telling you and we are declaring and prophesying over you he is for you too he is for you he is for you he is for you he is for you you got to know that this might be your moment right now that the chains are broken that the generational curses are broken that all of your spiritual confusion is snapped right now in the name of jesus it can happen right now today he is for you in this moment that you can set the trend and change the trajectory of your future and the future of your children and their children and their children in the name of jesus we declare this is the blessing he is for you he is for you right here and right now you are not here by accident you are not here by mistake you are not here by happenstance this is a day that is brand new to you. This is a brand new day for you. You could either wake up and live it out like you've been living it out. Or you can say, wait a second. Who is this Jesus you speak of? And lucky for you, I like talking about Jesus. So that's what we're going to do today. Amen. He is for you. Pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father. We love you, we glorify you, we honor you. We pray that you, you're already here with us. We pray your spirit has its way right now. We come before you, I ask God that you till the soil right now in the name of Jesus. Disrupt the ground right now in the name of Jesus. Right now, disturb it. So that the seed that is scattered today, Lord, falls where it can be fertile. Where the rain from heaven can start to spur the seed and, uh, and sprout it and allow it to grow. You are for us, all of us, not some of us, all of us. You sent your son Jesus for not some of us, all of us. May your truth be spoken from this pulpit today. May your truth be spoken as we celebrate baptism of those who have given their life to Christ. Today is your day but you've allowed us to see it. May we go forth and please you. May you give us what we need in thought, resources, and indeed. Thank you for the time that we've had thus far. May you have your way in the remainder of the time we have together. In Jesus' name, let all God's children say amen. Amen. And praise God. Praise God. Yes, thank you. Thank you to our worship team. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. How y'all doing? Y'all all right? Okay. Okay. This is the last day of the year. How y'all feeling about that? I don't know where the year went. I don't understand how it was the last one of the year already. It kind of came. It kind of went very fast. But you know what? I'm here, and I get to see a new day. Amen? Amen. God bless you. God bless you. If this is your first time being here with us today, I got to welcome you to the table, this great ministry. Oh, my goodness. The Lord is truly blessing us. He's doing amazing things here already. He just shows us so much favor. There's so much love. There's, I just appreciate you guys so much. Um, if, you're, if this is your first time, I and Pastor Nate Smith, the lead pastor here. God bless you. Um, 
As I mentioned to you, I like talking about Jesus, so strap in, because <laughs> that's all I got is a little Jesus for you today. God bless you. God bless you. Um, today is Baptism Sunday. Yes, 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 yes. We have several people being baptized today, and that just excites me. I love it. We talk a lot about next steps. We talk a lot about our mission here, which is to guide people into forward-moving relationships with Jesus. We believe you got to be moving forward. You got to be taking steps of faith. You got to go out on a limb. You got to trust him. You got to learn to trust him. How else are you going to learn unless you take steps in the direction? And we, we want to walk that with you. We have a lot of opportunities to, for you to learn, for you to build, for you to create relationships. We want to see you moving forward. because We believe in what the word of God says. Jesus is the light of the world. And I don't know if you've been paying attention lately, but the world can be a very dark, cruel, mean, confused place. But the word of God tells us that there is hope in Jesus Christ. Amen. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about Jesus. So let's get into it. Last year, how many of you just by the show of hands were here um, first, the first Sunday of 2023? Some of y'all are like, I don't know. But, but beyond that, though, a, a great testimony is this. Look at how many people literally not just weren't here because they were absent. They weren't here because they didn't even know about the table. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. And now you're here, and this is your, you're finding home and you're finding community. Um, but I bring that up because the first Sunday of 2023... The sermon title for that day was Turning the Page. It was Turning the Page. And what we talked about is every time that there's a new year, we want to turn the page so quickly to get beyond what was awful about the previous year and move on to the new page. But I encouraged you that we would, before we would turn the calendar, we would make a commitment as a church to turn the pages of Scripture so that we could understand wholeheartedly what it is that we're experiencing in life. And I gave you three things that I wanted you to make sure that you took away. So if you were not here last year, but you are here now, take a picture of this so that you remember and you can archive it. But I challenged us to turn the pages and read Scripture so that we can find out three things. What does God say? What does Jesus do? And what do we need the Holy Spirit to help us do? The Bible gives us a, couple, a lot of different information. But if you're on task and your task is, okay, I'm making a forward step and I want to know more about God and I want to understand Jesus and I want to know what the Holy Spirit is and I, I need some general things in my life and I want to see impact, things impacted in my life, I challenge you, to, we'll go to the Bible. What does God say about that thing? What did Jesus do in that situation? And what is it that you need him to help you do by his Spirit as you navigate life. And in that, that same day, I asked everybody to do an exercise, and I gave everybody scrap paper, and I asked everybody to write down the things that you wanted to see God impact in your life for the coming year. And of that, I took that information, and we made a word cloud. A word cloud is simply you put in all the entries of what people said, and the bigger the word on the display was the frequency, essentially, of how it was 
used. And this is what the word cloud showed for us for the types of things that have come up and came out of your seats for the areas that you wanted to learn about, hear about, and figure out what God had to say about. There were many people that asked for things like direction, general direction for yourselves, prioritizing faith over distractions, figuring out how to keep God first. You had, you had uh, requests for your families. I want to see God uh, help us to forgive and forgive others, to get over the past hurts in our families. How do I deal with grief and, and when I feel like God is distant and I'm asking myself, where is God in my situation? How does God show up to get rid of this spirit of depression or my family brokenness? Prayer was another big one. People were saying they were having, they were having troubles praying or struggling to pray. They weren't sure how to pray, and certainly not how to pray for others who might not deserve it. The other kinds of things that came up was parenting. Am I doing this thing right? Is it okay that I'm exhausted? Am I not sure how I'm supposed to raise a family when the world is trying to redefine what family is? Finances, uh, reading the Bible, trust issues, on and on and on and on. These were the things that came out of our first Sunday in 2023. And I sit back and I look at the word cloud often and I pray often about it. And I was blown away at how many messages, how many series, how many conversations, how many, how many opportunities of, of testimony of people who could speak to how God moved in these spaces in your lives. It's amazing. But then, but then the Spirit kind of convicted me and said, there are people who have been running and going so fast, they don't even realize how I've been faithful because the enemy just keeps attacking and attacking and attacking. So I asked the question to myself, I asked it to you, but more importantly, I asked it to God, where has he been faithful this year? And I challenge you before you get to the things, as I said in my prayer earlier, before you get into the things of what didn't go right, think about what did. And at the very least, think about what didn't go wrong when it could have. But then, as I dug into that, again, convicted by the Spirit, I kept hearing, but have you followed through on your commitment to turn the pages? Have, have you followed through? Have you, as you sit there in the sound of my voice, have you followed through your commitment? It's great that you've been here every Sunday. It's great that you've made a commitment to the table. It's great that you might have even taken the next step. But have you committed, really, to turning the pages of Scripture? That when I share something with you and we put it on the screen and we, and we have all these ways of telling and sharing the gospel truth with you, are you taking it back as I'm saying? I say you every week, take a picture of it. Go back. Read the beginning of the chapter. Read the rest of it. Read it for yourself. Some of you I know because you'll even come back and ask questions or even point out something. But you got to be honest with yourself. Have you followed through on your commitment to turn the pages? Have you followed through and listening 
for God, hearing God, following up on your own and moving forward. We could ask God, where has he been faithful to us in this year? But my question to you this morning is, where have you been faithful to him? What are ways that you could do more, be more, be more disciplined, show up more, take it more seriously, apply it to the other things on your list, the other areas of your life? Is there an opportunity? I want to challenge you today that if we're honest, there's more work for us to do. There's more work to do. I often say that you can never have too much Jesus. Is there anybody in this room who has all the Jesus that you need right now and you don't need no more? I was just checking because I wanted to know your secret. No. The fact of the matter is, is there's always more. The fact of the matter is, is anybody who spends time in the Word of God, there's a couple of things that are true that you cannot deny. You could read a single, a single verse in the Bible, and the way that the Lord gives you something back from that verse with different circumstances, situations, and spiritual maturity, it will mean something entirely different. And you will say, wait a second, I heard this story 52,000 times. I even had an Easter speech about it when I was three. But somehow, some way, it sounds and means something different. Because the Word of God is active, it's alive, it is true. So today, I'm going to take a little bit of time to just review some things that I think just maybe we've missed along the way. Because the new year comes, and we are so quick to jump to the new you, the new us. I bet there's people in this room right now, if I ask you to open your notes app in your phone, you got a list of things that you're going to do brand new starting tomorrow. But we're going to do it tomorrow. Not today, we're going to wait. Because here's the thing, we automatically jump to the new you. But I want to spend a little bit of time learning today about the old you. Our topic today is simply that, the old you. Before we move on to the new Shall we take a moment and just reflect on what is the old? Our passage of Scripture today is one that may be familiar to you, maybe not. It comes from the Gospel according to John, the 15th chapter. I have two verses for you, verses 4 and 5, and it says this. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. Far apart from me, you can do nothing. And this is the, the word of God. Today, I remind you, to remain connected to Jesus even in your difficult times. Remain connected to Jesus because through him, the blessings of God flow in abundance. This scripture here is 
Jesus explaining to the disciples, and shall I say even the future of the disciples, the believers, the future church, the future of those who walk in faith. And he's saying, look, you must remain in him because only the branches that are connected to the vine bear fruit. You cannot produce something new unless it's connected to the old. And I know that's contrary to what we think. Because we quickly say, wait a second, if I'm going to be new, then I have to shed and get rid of the old. But I want to challenge your thinking about that, because if we're talking about God's intention, I've been telling you for weeks, the Spirit has been on me about reminding you of God's intention. What did God intend? What did God do? Where was God's heart? Where was his focus? When he created, what happened? What was he trying to accomplish? What was, being, what, what, was, what was occurring when God spoke and it came into existence? See, if, if, if we understand that, then we understand maybe we've been tricked that the old you needs to be thrown away. And then when we fail to turn over a new leaf because we've thrown away the old, we say, well, where is God in it? Because right now, many of us, oh, we got a plan. You're going to work starting tomorrow, not today, on your beach body. But God didn't create a beach body. He created a healthy one. Some of you have wrote down, and if you haven't wrote down yet, when you wake up from your nap this afternoon, you're going to say, in the new year, I'm going to get my beauty rest. And more of it. And I don't care what's happening. I'm going to get more of my beauty rest. God did not intend beauty rest. He intended for you to have rest so that you can be energized to go evangelize. That you could be whole. So that you could be present in the spaces that you got to go out and make disciples. So it's all about understanding, well, wait a minute, am I actually getting rid of something or am I reconnecting to what God's intention really was? Oh, man, I'm, I'm starting to get tingly in my, in my feet because, because here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. All right. When, when, when we think of something entirely new, the word that I just read to you, in John chapter 15, we keep seeing this word remain over and over. Remain in me. Remain in me. Remain and I will remain and remain. How do you remain in something if you weren't already connected to it? You have to catch this because if I'm telling you to stay with something, that means that you had to be with it at the beginning. Or either it is completely new. So what I'm telling you, I'm not, I don't want you to, to, to forget. It's not about just shedding the old. Can I remind you that in the beginning, you were connected with God because he made you in his image. So is it really about shedding the old or is it about remembering who the old you actually is? The old you, God spoke in created all this life around you. And then the word of God says he formed the first man. And he did something very interesting to man that he didn't do to anything else. He took his breath, his breath, and breathed it in to the first man. 
Can I tell you, the old you had the breath of God inside you. The old you was full of the Spirit of God. So anything that has taken place and gotten away from and been twisted and tainted, manipulated or otherwise, let's just call it fun if you want to. Yeah, I said it. See, many of us act like you wasn't having fun when you were sinning. That's why you're sinning, because it's fun. If it wasn't so fun, why you keep doing it? See, I'm not here to, 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 to help you just, I need you to understand that at the fall of man and the introduction of sin and the deceit of the enemy who's roaming around trying to find someone who he may devour. Devour is an interesting word. Y'all should be familiar. Thanksgiving was just a couple weeks ago. The word of God says that the enemy is roaming around Seeking, looking for, not someone he can play patty cake with, not someone who, who he can distract a little bit, but devour, take over, torment. You have to understand that this is, this is real life. Real life is a matter of life and death, and it is a matter of spiritual warfare. I'm not trying to spook nobody out. But I just have to tell you the truth of the fact of the matter of what we're dealing with. It is not by coincidence that your 2023 gave you all kinds of hell. It is no coincidence that every time you turned the corner, it was something else waiting on you. There's no coincidence because the enemy is there for your distraction. And you have to recognize that in those moments of distraction, who am I in the midst of it? Is God any different because the world around me that lost their mind? Absolutely not. Is God any different because this person I had a baby with is driving me crazy? No. Is God any different because the doctor said something that fully, I was fully aware of and just avoided going to the doctor for eight months? Is God any different? No. Here's what we have to understand. The old you was with God. Before you just jump and move on, I, I, I go back to the text and, and, and Jesus explains this in John chapter 5. He says, I tell you the truth. The son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son does. Here, here's what I want you to get. Because of this unity with God, Jesus lived as God wanted him to live. The connection to Jesus and God is the same connection like us to Jesus. He is the source that connects us back to God, the creator. The same one who was there in the garden. The same one that at the point of creation that God called good when man was alive. See, you have to be connected to something first in order to remain. The old you is the connection. We have to understand and get this. When we are disconnected from God, we are not faithful to him, and we don't see that he has been faithful to us. When we are disconnected from God, we are not faithful to him, and we don't see 
that he's been faithful to us. I started this by asking you a simple question is, how has God been faithful to you? How has he been faithful to you in the year of 2023? And I'm going to ask you that question again. And this, this time, I want you to really, really think about it. Think about from January 1 of last year. Think about how you ended 2022. Think about your accidents. Think about your doctor's visits. Think about the unexpected deaths in your family. Think about the tragedies. Think about all those things. And I'm going to ask you, that if God has been faithful to you in 2023, if you would just do me a favor and just stand up. Just stand up. Now, if you're, if you're somebody who is like hesitant to stand up or, or just standing because everybody else standing and I don't want to be the only one sitting, that's okay. But if you, if, if, you, if you wanted to sit, I just want to encourage you in this way. If there was a day that you wanted to quit, but you're still here, you should be standing. If there was something that you thought you would not be able to go through or handle, you should be standing. If there's a broken relationship that is now on the mend and days that you never thought would come of peace, and if that's happening, you should be standing. If you're a student and you had a test that you was worried about, that you failed, almost failed, nervous about whatever, and you got through it and you still got two weeks left in the quarter to get them grades back up, you should be standing. And if you're still seated, not seated in, in your spirit, you're still seated. I imagine that there are things that aren't going your way. I imagine that there are things that have not been answered for you. I imagine that there might be healing that's on the way that you just got to wait to see it through. There might be hardships that are still working through you. But here's the thing. You ought to rejoice expecting that your perceived setback is just a setup for what God is able to do capable of doing, willing to do in 2024. Whether you're waiting for it to be done, whether it's already done, whether it's happening right now as we speak, you ought to be talking to God about it. You ought to be bringing it to God and you ought to be looking around at the people who are standing and realizing that even if you're waiting on something, you got the evidence and the faith of the believer next to you that yours is coming, your time is now, and your blessing is on the way because if he did it for them, he will do it for you and it is just a matter of time before you get your opportunity to see God in his fullness because he loves you just as much as he loves the next person. See, the old you knew, and the old you is still there. There's still a place inside of you that is yearning for the Spirit of the Lord, yearning to feel on the inside what He breathed at creation. And you might not know what it is, but I'm going to help you today. 
It's that thing that you feel unfulfilled. You're working your behind off, but you just can't seem to scratch that itch. You're working hard and you're doing, you're doing all good things, but it's just something that just ain't coming. It's like, man, it's something still missing. It's something that's still just not, and I'm going and I'm trying, but I just can't seem to. I will challenge you today that that is your knock at the door, that Jesus is saying, I am here for you, and I want to be inside you in the space that my Father breathes, waiting for you to accept me. Here we are on this last day of 2023 oh and they stand because it is so that's why you stand there that's why I'm standing that's why they're standing because it is so whatever you need it is so whatever you're looking for it is so whatever you have a desire for it is so. Whatever you turned away and said, that ain't for me, I'm telling you today, you are here because I'm telling you the answer to your confusion, the answer to your brokenness. It is so. Thus said the Lord, the way is through Jesus Christ, his one and only son. To God be the glory. You stand, this is the evidence of your faith and the evidence of a faithful God. And I got to tell you, as I invite you to return to your seat. Go ahead, sit back down. Go ahead, sit back down. You're all out, Simon did not say so. But I can, I can share with you this. I can share with you this. There's evidence right here at the table of the faithful God that we serve. There's evidence right here. We've experienced God's faithfulness in 2023 at this place. Oh my goodness. When I tell you, when I see somebody smile who I know was so broken, I'm experiencing the faith of God. When I see parents coming to tears because they see the spiritual growth of their children, I'm experiencing the faith of God. When I look up on this platform and see all these people who a year ago weren't even here, we're talking about the faithfulness of God. When I see couples side by side, when I know years ago, the Lord spoke to me and said, you are going to pastor in a place where the family unit will be reinstated, put back together, reconciled and healed. And I look and I can't get past a section full of kids whose parents are here. And I'm looking at couple, 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 couple. I'm going all in. I just see family, family, family. I'm experiencing what the Lord said even before we arrive. You got to learn how to accept. Expect God to do what he said. Today, oh my gosh, it's Baptism Sunday and it is special because we're celebrating people who have decided to be attached and remain connected to the vine. Oh, put your hands together for that. Put your hands together for that. In this life, in this life of all these choices, they've chosen the vine. They see themselves and they've decided, I won't go forward no more. I won't go forward anymore, separated another day. So today, we celebrate that and we celebrate those that are being baptized. 
And I'm going to ask those that are, can you just sit right here in this front row for me? Who are the people being baptized? Yep, right here. Yep, you guys just sit right there in that front row. Amen. Amen. You guys go ahead. Sit in that front row. Come on up. Come on up. I want you guys to all sit together. Go ahead. You want to take off? I have towels up here for you. You can go ahead and take off your shoes. Emma, Pastor Emily, do we, need, do we need to get anything for them to be ready? Uh, Mark, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and pass out noise makers. We don't call this the party room for nothing. We don't call this the party room for nothing. Amen. Today, we have five people who have decided that they will remain on the vine. Praise the Lord. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so since we call this the party room, we like to really celebrate baptisms. The word of God tells us the angels in heaven rejoice when one give their life to Christ. Well, we got five, so. So if you coming through and you, in, in the, in the, for the sake of New Year's, we got some noisemakers for you. That when the last person goes, we're going to just go crazy. It's going to be like uh, Times Square. Without all the weirdness. But probably the same amount of noise. Amen. So this is what I want you all to do before we, before we go. I want you, if you are a believer in the resurrecting power of Jesus Christ and the power and authority of God, our creator, and his advocate, the Holy Spirit, this is what I want you to do. I just want you to extend your hands over this section right here. We have these five people. I want you to extend your hands as we pray. To each of you, I want to share a scripture with you. Romans, the sixth chapter, the fourth verse. And it says this, Therefore we have been buried with him through baptism and death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so also we may live a new way of life. I stand before you excited for your next step in your new way of life. As I stand here as the pastor of the table, it is my personal commitment to you on behalf of this great ministry that we will walk with you and cultivate you and learn with you as you learn to walk in this new way of life. All of us have different backgrounds. All of us have different experiences. But I'm telling you, the choice that you made to give your life to Christ and in front of this cloud, this room of witnesses that are going to celebrate what the Lord is doing in your life. Oh, you have made this a great day. And it is a great day for you that you may go forth in a new way as the Word of God says. So as you extend your hands, I just want you to pray with me over these five, Vanessa, Nanette, Maria, Jenna, and Aubrey. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you. Thank you. Thank you for these five who have come and declared that you are king. 
The Word of God says that we must confess, we must repent, and we must ask for forgiveness. So in this time, we pray over these five individuals as they have come and repented for themselves. And sought out your forgiveness, Father, I ask that you deliver so that they may receive it. That the sins of their past be blotted out in the name of Jesus. That they realize by going under this water that they come up as you did, resurrected and new. Not defeated by the death of sin with so much future ahead of them. We pray right now that you renew their hearts and their minds as you said so. We pray right now in the name of Jesus that the people around them, that they are guarded and shielded, that as they walk and they stand upright in righteousness, Heavenly Father, that the space around them is created, that more people who are encouraging to them and helping them make sense of life with you and those that are not, that you create distance and space so that they may not be distracted and deterred. We come before you thanking you for their move forward and thanking you for the way that they live new. For God, you are the Father. You gave us your Son. And it is by your Holy Spirit that we pray and baptize. In Jesus' mighty name, let all God's people say amen. Amen. And praise the Lord. So this is what I want you to do as you get prepared. The band is going to play, music is going to be going, and we're going to save Aubrey. You want to go last? Aubrey's going to go last because that's when the party happens. All right. Sorry, everybody else. You're going to go in. You're going to come out. We're going we're gonna to applaud. We're going to hug you. We're going to help you dry off. But the party going to come at the conclusion. Amen? Amen. So who want to go first? Come on. Vanessa, come on. Praise the God. Let me help you. Go ahead. You can step in. Amen. Amen. I'm just happy you walk up this way. Amen. Go ahead. Take a seat. Take a seat. Now, I'm going to ask the band to give us some baptism music. Something real good. Pick it up. Let's rock. Let's have a good time because this is a party. And I don't know what kind of party y'all go to, but I don't like to be a wallflower at my party. I like to celebrate. And so it's okay if you want to stand up, you can stand up. If you want to clap, you can clap. But this is a great day, and this is the day that the Lord has made. Moved you forward, personally or in faith, we encourage you to share it with someone who needs a message of hope today. And if you're interested or looking for ways to partner with us in our mission here at the table, head on over to thetablejoliet.org for more information.